When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore, into Boston, and across New England, of course, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea, and we're on the Tiny Stage tonight with Tom Smith. Tom, good evening. How you doing? It's great to be with you, John. It's good to have you here. Now, this is not your first time at WATD, but it is your first time here on Almost Famous, so I want to... First of all, welcome you and uh, say thanks for coming down to the South Shore. Thank you, and such a wonderful studio you have here. My pleasure. Thanks for the, uh, the kind words. For those who might not be familiar with you, Tom, give us an introduction as to who you are. Well, I guess I've been described as an old-school folk singer. Uh, I, I started out for the first uh, oh, multiple decades of my life just singing old traditional folk songs. But about 20 years ago, I, uh, the songwriting bug bit me. And they say, you write what you know. So I, I write... Uh, the songs I write uh, sound like old folk songs. And I would agree, and that's that's why I love your music. I also um, want to congratulate you, too, um, because you took part in the Lizard Lounge Open Mic Challenge main event a few months back, which means that you won one of the weekly events. So congrats mm-hmm. on that. When did you take home that night? Uh, well, oh, my goodness. When was it? Uh, it was, uh, it, oh, yes, it was Tom Bianchi's last night. Tom uh, was the founding yes. father of the Lizard Lounge Open Mic, and uh, Tom has moved on to do other things and uh, and passed it off to George Woods, the capable hands of George Woods. But on Tom's very last evening, I uh, had the great honor and pleasure to, to win that night. Excellent. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Um, you do have an album that came out a few years back called Journey Home. Where is that available? That's available through my website, tomsmithmusic.com. And uh, you can uh, the, the, you can get it. Uh, there's a download link there, uh, five dollar download link. So it's available quite inexpensively. But you'd also find it on streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music. Excellent, Tom. I want to talk uh, about your your history here in the music scene. But first, can we hear a song? Sure, I'll do a song that uh, sometimes I like to I like to start out with. I I'm a retired teacher. And uh, before I before I retired, I wrote this song to start one of our school years. Let's hear it. We have Tom Smith in studio tonight, ninety five nine WATD. When I think of all the things that I have made myself, like that shortwave radio or that bookshelf. If I compare them to the things I could have bought from stores Mine aren't as good and I spent more It's true That's why some would say that Doing it yourself doesn't make much sense When you add the time it takes To the expense I call that investment And if I tally up the score Count what I give I get back more It's a folk song so it has a chorus Here we go Three, six, nine, twelve Do it yourself 
Count what you give, you'll get back more. You know, simple things can turn a sad into a happy man. Like a loaf of bread when I knead the dough with my own two hands. And as I watch it rise, I feel my spirit with its soar. What I give, I get back more. Sing along with me. Three, six, nine, twelve. Do it yourself. Count what you give, you'll get back more. You know, it's said that uh, if you chop your own wood, it warms you twice. When you bake a pie or sing a song in your own voice, you will reap rewards that you cannot buy from any store. Count what you give, you'll get back more. Last chance. Three, six, nine, twelve. Do it yourself. That is Tom Smith. He's live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very, very nice. Talk about how that song happened, if you would. Uh, well, I, like I said, I was a uh, teacher before I retired a couple of years ago. And uh, the, the teacher, we have this thing called a morning meeting where all, all of the kids, kindergarten through uh, grade eight, get together in, in the theater and uh, to start the year, the, the the head of the school said, "Tom, would you start us out with a song?" And I asked uh, asked her what the theme was for the year. We often have a theme, and she said, "Well, we don't really have a theme, but we want the kids to know that you always can get out. You can only get out of uh, an effort w- what you put into it." And I started thinking that okay, I could work with that. Uh, except if I was say a fifteen year old boy, and somebody told me I got out of it just what I put into it. It wouldn't be enough. So uh, the song uh, kind of went from that. It says, if, if I put in, the, as I put in the work, I'll get back even more. What made you want to become a teacher? Uh, well, I, I started out as, a, as a, an, an engineer, and uh, it took me about nine months in an engineering job to realize I didn't want to be stuck in an office. Uh, and I always enjoyed working with children. So it was really just the... Selfish reasons. I I just loved working with children. So elaborate more on your your early career, Tom. What brought you to New England, and what made you pursue music? Well, giving up my age here a little bit, I arrived in Cambridge in 1967, and uh, it was just a little bit late for the uh, folk scare of the of the 60s. But there was still a lot of it left over, so I I fell in love with uh, oh. Tom Rush and Bob Dylan and uh, Joni Mitchell and all the folkies of the 60s. And uh, so I that's when I, I... I knew how to play the guitar before arriving in Cambridge but to go to school, but uh, that sort of took it the next level. 
and uh, and I, I fell in love with traditional folk songs. That's where I learned a lot of the old English and Irish and American folk songs, Appalachian folk songs, learned how to play banjo, fell in love with Pete Seeger and Woody Guthrie, and that's really the foundation of my music. So Pete Seeger, um, Woody Guthrie, I'm glad you mentioned those names because those are sort of what a lot of people consider the foundation of traditional folk music. And fast-forwarding almost a century later, not a lot has really changed with traditional folk music, whereas rock and roll has evolved and hip-hop mm-hmm. has evolved and jazz and country has evolved. Why? How do you explain the longevity of traditional folk music? Well, there's something, there's something very fundamental, I think, about people making their own music. I can remember when I first heard Bob Dylan. Uh, I think back now how naive I was, but uh, I was just starting out playing guitar and singing, and I listened to Bob Dylan, and I thought, oh, man, I could do that. <laughs> uh, of course, Bob Dylan is a genius, but it, it made it sound so simple, and it was basically three chords and the truth, as they say. And uh, so I, I think it's, you know, there's just something very fundamental about simplicity. And uh, uh, these old folk songs are like polished stones. They're just so beautiful. Couldn't agree more. Started a, a, a conversation on Facebook um, just after the Grammy Awards, because I noticed for the, for a while now, a lot of the nominated songs and pieces that have nominated for Grammy Awards have multiple songwriters and multiple producers involved in the production of the song. What are your thoughts on songs that are, you know, a story from one person to another compared to a song that's sort of uh, doctored and formulated to be hit song? Well, there's a... There's something to be said for the formulas. I mean, the formulas are there for uh, uh, that produce hits. Uh, it's kind of for a reason because they kind of are match what people want to, what they what they like and what they want to hear. You know, like I, I don't subscribe to the formulas that uh, you find in some Nashville songs. Like you, you have to get to the hook within 26 seconds. You have to, you know, all these these things that that you have. Uh, I mean, I might write a six-minute story song if if the story takes six minutes, but uh, in general, I prefer I prefer the folk songs that are that come out of one person or maybe two people to the to the. I mean, it's very popular now to put four or five people in a room and everybody kind of contributes. And I mean, some of those people they just manufacture three, four, and five songs a day. I just don't understand how you can do that and be really creative. For me, it takes uh, well, my my going rate is one song a month, and and I work hard at it. Uh, so I might have a song that that comes to me rather quickly, say in a day or two, but I'll take two three weeks to kind of refine it. Very nice. I, I totally can understand that. Speaking of songs, can we hear another one? Okay, so. Let's hear one is, that is kind of new. Talk about, about new. Um, this is a... I, I'm in a songwriting circle, actually, uh, several of them, where I have good friends, where we bring songs that are in the process. And this is different than, than say, five people in a room to manufacture a song. 
this is where each of us bring a song and kind of offer it to, to say, well, here it is. Uh, it's brand new. I'd like some feedback. And we go around in circles. And I've grown to really love those. And uh, one of my songwriting friends uh, just had a birthday. And so we met in a small room to all sing her songs for her birthday. But in the process of doing that, uh, I was inspired to write this song for her. See if I can remember it all. That old Gibson has a third shift heart With strings that rip her fingertips Life taught her to grip hard But she turned my head with a turn of phrase In that beer joint from the open stage An antidote for lonely days Songs played on a scar she can't control where they come from I just know when they are sung They hold me in a quiet state of grace Sometimes with the kids asleep When darkness hides the tears she cries Her words fall in a heap and they lay there spent upon the floor currency in payment for a song that calls out from her core as bitter as it's sweet she can't control where they come from I just know when they are they hold me in a quiet state of grace She struggles to keep it all in tune Wedding rings like guitar strings Break when stretched too thin But with two mouths that she has to feed She replants when the flood recedes Every hardship is a seed She grows into a song She can't control where they come from I just know when they are sung They hold me in a quiet state of grace She can't control where they come from I just know when they are sung They hold me in a quiet state of grace That is Tom Smith live in studio tonight on the tiny stage 95.9 WADD Elaborate more Tom on how that song happened if you would please <clears throat> Well, this is actually pretty pretty close to my observation of this particular songwriter where she 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 turns hardships into the most beautiful songs and uh they seem to come out very effortless to me but 
Uh, if you talk to her, she works really hard at it. Um, and uh, so it was basically a, a gift for a birthday party. Now, you mentioned that was a newer song. How do you think your your music has evolved from when you first arrived in uh, the New England area in the, in the late 1960s to present day? Has songwriting gotten easier? Um, I think I've gotten better at it. It is not, not easier. It's just like, like anything with practice. The more you do it, the, the more it evolves, and you kind of grow some efficiencies. Um, I've benefited a lot from... Uh, hanging around other songwriters, you know, in my early in the in the sixties and seventies, I really wasn't a songwriter. I, I wrote some pretend songs and I wrote some parodies, and I would add a verse to an old folk song, uh, but that was just about it. I think I had to get some living under my belt before I had something to say. When did that happen? Do you, do you have an approximate oh, yeah. estimation and realize that you could you could mm-hmm. play your songs for people? Yeah, probably. Probably fifteen, about fifteen years or so ago. So you know, I was, uh, yeah, I was fifty years old as I was starting to pick up songwriting. I had already had uh, my wife and I had already had our family, three children, three wonderful children. One of whom is a songwriter. Yes, and she's been here before too. <laughs> yes, that was a wonderful show. <laughs> uh, Thank you. And uh, and I think just looking. Looking at life with a little bit more of a uh, some some distance and having and having some worn tread on the bottom of my shoes. That's where it came from. Just I, that that was just something to say. So and like I say, hanging around other songwriters uh, has been you know I've 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 learned from songs just like I learned from the Pete Seegers and the Woody Guthrie's of the old the old folk song years and learning from. A lot of songwriters. I think we're, frankly, I think we're in kind of a renaissance for songwriters. And here in New England, especially, there are just so many great singers and songwriters. I, I couldn't agree more. They they keep me employed. <laughs> <laughs> Good. We're talking with Tom Smith tonight. He is on the tiny stage, and we have to take our first time out of the night. Does that work for you, Tom? That's great. All right. We have more with him and more live music coming your way next here on 95.9 WATD. A reminder, we are brought to you each and every Tuesday by Tiny and Sun's Glass. We'll be right back. It's what you grew up with. Tell me lies, tell me sweet little lies. And the best of today. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent music from all across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea, and we're in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage with Tom Smith. Tom, how you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. Thank you again for making your way down to the South Shore tonight. Oh, this is an easy trip. Thank you. It's a, it's a pretty uh, central location. Yeah. Um, for those who missed the first part of the show, give us another introduction, if you would. Well, uh, I'm an old school folk singer. Uh, I like to uh, think that I write songs that sound like they've always been there. Uh, I've been in New England since 1967, and uh, I think it's the greatest place in the world for folk music. I think it's the greatest place for for all music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, give us your online information, Tom. Where can people track you down on the uh, the web? Yeah, I'm at uh, TomSmithMusic.com. Uh, 
There are a lot of Tom Smiths, so it's tomsmithmusic.com, and uh, that's where you'll find uh, everything about me and my music, including my monthly blog, which I call The Kitchen Musician. In this monthly blog, I, I like I had mentioned in the first segment, I, I like to write a song, at least one new song every month, and I put this new song in an informal uh, recorded uh, recording, usually in my kitchen or an open mic, and... And uh, comment on what's going on in the world around me. And again, that's TomSmithMusic.com? Yes. How long has that blog been happening for? Well, I've been doing a monthly, a monthly song on that blog since May of, 19, of, of, of 2007. Oh, so wow. It's been going 12 years now. I have, Fantastic. I have probably three or four CDs of unrecorded, <laughs> unrecorded music. Speaking of CDs, uh, the current album is Journey Home. Um, came out a few years back, mm-hmm. but is available basically on all digital platforms. That's right. So go check that out. It's some great stuff on there. Um, also, I noticed uh, singing backup on this when you first get when you first sent the CD. Um, I didn't put these two together, but Mally Smith uh, sings uh, sings backup on the album. Mm-hmm. Your daughter, who's also a, a singer songwriter um, in in her own right, do you find yourself uh, being inspired by each other? Well, I am certainly inspired by Mally. I can say that. Uh, Mally is a great songwriter. She writes very differently than I do. Uh, she's very poetic, very artistic, and she has a voice of an angel, which I do not. So I can't say that I try to write like her, but she certainly inspires me. And uh, uh, she is one of my best positive critics. Uh, I mean, what I mean by that is, I'll, if I have a new song, I will often send it to her first and say, Mally, what do you think? Excellent. And you brought back something with this CD that, that I think is kind of a lost art, and that is the lyric card. <laughs> you don't see a lot of CDs today. Well, you don't see a lot of CDs today in general, but especially CDs that come with the printed lyrics, which mm-hmm. I think is is great because, you know, as, as a, a personality on the air, I always like to browse the lyrics while the artist is playing them or while mm-hmm. the CD is playing in the studio just to, you know, find some talking points. And mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll have to, you know, search the web and, you know, maybe they have it up on their website. But thank you for including the lyrics to your songs with the CD. You're welcome. You know, I think lyrics are the, they're the heart and soul of my songs. Uh, the music tends to be very folky like and I wouldn't say is particularly dramatic, but uh, I work very hard on the lyrics, and so it was important for me to include. And um, also, before I forget, you've got a, a show coming up um, in just a few weeks on uh, March 1st, did you say? That's right. What's it's happening a, that day? That's at the Hearing Room in Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, the, the Hearing Room is this, t- this small venue, this sort of an artsy, fun- very funky uh, venue, that came out of left field. It's just a, a, a beautiful little place to have a, to have a show. And I'm sharing that show with Terry Kitchen and also with Seth Connolly. Seth is a, a, a fellow who uh, accompanies me on, on many of my larger shows. Uh, but for that evening, he'll have a, an equal parties because he's a great, uh, great songwriter himself. So it'll be in the round with uh, Terry Kitchen, great songwriter here in New England, and uh, Seth Connolly. The Hearing Room in Lowell, and you can find out about it at tomsmithmusic.com. Excellent. Let's hear some more music, Tom. What are we listening to next? Well, since we talked about my inspiration, Pete Seeger and, and Woody Guthrie and those things, I thought I would do a song that uh, kind of uh, 
speaks to uh, the inspiration of Pete Seeger. I was uh, growing a little discouraged when reading the front page news uh, last uh, summer. And so I was trying to think of things and people who inspired me to kind of get my head above water. (laughs) So uh, this is that one. An old man on a stage and his age belies the power of his song. With the voice that may be shaky, he clearly sings of making right from wrong. Because he's old, he is told it's time to bring your singing to an end. He replies, as long as I can play my banjo, I will do the best I can. I'll do the best I can. I don't listen to the noise. I woke up, I take a stand, put my heart into my voice. Stones are smoothed by grains of sand, even though I'm just one man. I do the best I can. That Phoebe in the rafters of my front porch does not stop to take a rest. When she hears that music flowing from her feathered offspring filling up her nest. To and fro, bugs in tow, on a task that never seems to end. And I ask her how she does it, and she tells me I just do the best I can. I do the best I can. I don't listen to the noise. I don't claim to understand. I do not have a choice, but I'll sing in the end. This is where it all began. That's why I do the best I can. Sometimes I count myself among the many who are ready to give up. Perhaps we're starting way too late and the distance is too great to make it up. But step by step we can get farther from the start than from the end. For the sake of all our children and their children, I will do the best I can. I'll do the best I can. I don't listen to the noise. I woke up, I'll take a stand and put my heart to my voice. I will get there in the end. I'll sing it once again. I do the best I can. Do the best you can. Don't listen to the noise. Wake up. Take a stand and put your heart into your voice You will get there in the end Every woman, child and man Do the best you can We will get there in the end If together, hand in hand We do the best we can Tom Smith live here on 95.9 WATD. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. So talk about your songwriting, if you would, Tom. I know you, you touched upon this just briefly earlier, but when you're writing, you said it can and take you up to a month to complete a song. How does it start? Are you lyric-based? Are you melody-based? Explain how you compose. Uh, well, it, these days, 
I mean, I've evolved over the years, but these days I get inspired by uh, the there's this that that one percent of a song, which is the lightning bolt that comes in. It might be a hook or or an emotion, something that I want to some something I want to say, and uh, that's when I bring out the guitar and I try to find uh, chords and melodies that will kind of match that lightning bolt. And then, uh, then I'll, then I will typically outline it. Uh, I'll say, well, in the first verse, I want to say this and the second verse, I want to say that. And then I might want to do a little, uh, you know, break that will do this. And then the final verse that will kind of conclude it. And, uh, so from that outline, then the lyrics start coming, uh, have a rhyme scheme and, uh, and it goes on from there. And it goes back and forth. It kind of it goes in and out. I'm, the, it, the lyrics might change the melody, and the melody might change the lyrics as, as it goes on. Who um, inspired? I know you mentioned Dylan and, and Woody Guthrie, but who's inspiring you currently? Well, I just love uh, I, I love those sort of the old old fashioned style songwriters, uh, uh, and and some of them have, have had big hits as well on the on the modern on modern country radio. Like Lori McKenna is, is a is a super duper songwriter, and I find her incredibly inspiring. Uh, David Mallett from Maine is a wonderful songwriter. I mean, he writes about farms and you know the rain and things growing and and then I and think his kids sea. have a band too, the Mallett Brothers the Band. Mallet, they're phenomenal yeah, too. They are phenomenal. That's right. Uh, I had the great good fortune to open up for David a couple of times, and so uh, he stayed at my house, and and I got an idea as to how how he 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 kind of works. It just seems uh, I don't know, just it's just amazing. I don't know. He can write a two minute song that is like an entire three hour movie in two minutes. That's I think is the beauty of music is being able to do. Things like that. You can, you know, you can write a movie, you can write a book, and have it completed. You know, beginning, middle, and end in under mm-hmm. five minutes. Mm-hmm. Just fantastic. You've got the uh, the CD out. We've been talking about Journey Home. Are you working on a new record? Uh, well, you know, the common joke in the house is I'm in pre production. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, I have a lot of music. I probably have three CDs worth of music that I've recorded on the Kitchen Musician blog. You'll find informal recordings of it. That sounds like an album title uh, in its own. The Kitchen Musician? Yeah. Uh, why not? Maybe I could just uh, take those things I've already recorded and stick them on a one long playing CD. <laughs> uh, uh, so, I, But I, I am dabble, I'm dabbling with it. I did just put out a single. Um, yes, talk about that, please. Yeah, I have a single called uh, I'm Going to Use My Hands. And this is a song that I wrote uh, uh, to inspire children and others to help make the world a better place. So uh, I have a children's chorus. Seth Connolly played a big part in it, and we recorded it all out at the uh, the Motherbrook Art Center in Dedham. Had a great uh, video crew there and a sound crew. So uh, now I'm giving this away on TomSmithMusic.com. There's a, a music video and a lyric video and sheet music and teaching resources for uh, for people who, you know, teachers, church ministers of music, uh, social justice organizations. I'm going to use my hands. So drop by 
drop by tomsmithmusic.com and then get a free download that way. Or if you get in touch with me, I'll be happy to send you a CD. Sounds good. And check out the video, too. Indeed. I'm glad you mentioned that that song because folk music and probably, you know, the, the um, also hip-hop has a, a social conscience, probably more than any other genre of music. Why is it with folk music that people... Mm-hmm. Are are very um, very open about their their political views and their their uh, views on on the world. Hmm. Well, there's a good there's a good treatise for a, a PhD, I think, uh, John. Uh, I think some. <laughs> well, I'll just say some first thoughts. Uh, you know, money has a lot to do with it. So I think uh, it, all you have to do is look back at say the Dixie Chicks who, uh, you know, as soon as they started doing something that was a little bit more socially controversial, maybe, uh, they they had a very rough time selling records. Uh, so I, I think that professionals tend to shy away from it because they don't want to alienate their, you know, half of their audience. Yeah, their say. core base. Yeah, yeah. So, but if, as a folk musician, I mean, when I go out and do a gig, if I get a hundred bucks, that's a really, that's a great night. And so, I, you know, I, I just, I want to sing and write about things that are important to me. And if I have a social justice cause or something that I want to write about, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll do it. Now, of course, I don't want to alienate an audience. So I want to do it in a way that is, uh, uh, that can be digested, a way that maybe can help formulate opinions. I don't think I could change people's minds, but I might... And I think that was one of the early attractions of somebody like Dylan, where yeah. it, it was, you know, he didn't have an audience, and he built his audience based on those mm-hmm. those types of songs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, but if you think back though, in those days, that kind of music, that socially just social justice kinds of music, that was making money. So uh, that there were, it was a, you know, it just happened to be that time of life, that time of Very history, true. where that sort of thing is what people would actually pay money to hear. Very true. Um, speaking of hearing songs, let's hear something else. What are we listening to next? Um. Well, okay, let's do something that comes that came out of uh, uh, kind of a social justice thing. Uh, not not so much social justice is. I wanted to write a song about climate change. And uh, I very quickly learned that climate change is, is a very big topic. Excuse me while I get this. Take your time. And uh, as I started thinking about, this was just about the time of the climate summit in Paris. I started thinking, well, I want to write a song about climate change. And it it very quickly overwhelmed me. And so I decided I would write a song. I would take it really small. Take it from a very personal, one person's point of view. Another day breaks Another hope wakes Another sun Bakes my back from dawn till 
I keep on Planting the same song You say it's all wrong For my seed will turn to dust But for me Everything I know Is right here in these long straight rows That's why I'm planting in a drought I'm planting in a drought Right now it all seems Like a bad dream These fields were once And filled with promise for my son But he cannot do What I was born to Only a damn fool Would follow me into the sun But sometimes I see it in his eyes He wants to give it one more try That's why I'm planting in a drought I'm planting in a drought When they're explaining Why it's not raining The experts Say things that I don't understand. I know this hard work can make my heart hurt, but then I feel the soft earth and my tools in my hands. For me, that's everything I know. It's right here in these long straight roads That's why I'm planting in a drought I'm planting in a drought Another day breaks Another hope wakes Tom Smith, live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Very nice. Thank you. Talk about that guitar, if you would, because that guitar has a beautiful tone. Well, thank you. This is a uh, Martin Quadruple O38. That's an unusual body shape. Uh, for those who understand guitars, it's sort of halfway between a dreadnought shape and an OM shape. It's a narrow front to back but has a big lower bout so it has a good good mid to low range as well as the upper range it does and it carries well too thank you how old is that this is 1998 okay it looks newer than i thought it was mm. well uh 
it, it's sort of new to me, and the person who had it before me didn't play it all that much. Uh, I, it's probably three years in my hands. It's become my go-to guitar right now. I'll just play this all the time. Very nice. I want to keep on going with your music, Tom, because I'm loving what you're sounding like tonight. What are we listening to next? Um, okay. Well, let's, uh, let's do... The, oops, excuse me. Uh, this is a... This is a song from my album, the one that you have there, called uh, Journey Home. Talk about the cover, too, of this record. The cover is a photograph of uh, my father and my three brothers and me. Probably 1954. I had a great graphic artist, Leslie Lee, do the graphics for this. and she said, This photograph was probably just a, an inch and a half by an inch and a half. So it was just a tiny little thing that had a lot of problems with it. And she made a beautiful front cover for the album. And um, and it's a matter of fact, this this song is sort or let's just say that album cover is sort of the illustration for this song. So uh, I wrote this song with my father in mind. Let's hear it. Tom Smith, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. My wife and me An old twin bed The baby's crib In common threads Three older boys Sleep knee to knee A single room It's day to day Eight bucks an hour Just does not pay For both this room And pork and beans Paydays are few Paydays are lean And they call us working poor But I know what I work for My wife, four kids and me A single church on Bowdoin Street we could not bathe we would not eat it's just mac and cheese my children cry 
they eat the cheese I eat my pride And they call us working poor But I know what I work for My wife, four kids and me a single room, a family. Every night before I sleep, I pray to the Lord that my soul I'll keep. Until my sons can see the day That my honest work brings honest pay And they won't call us working poor My boys will know My wife, four kids, and me, a home, a family. My wife, four kids, and me, a home, family. Very nice. Tom Smith, live in studio here on 95.9 WATD. We have to take our final timeout of the night, but we have time for one more. Does that work for you? That's great. All right, 95.9 WATD. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent music from across the region, and we have more with Tom right after this. It's what you grew up with. I'm just sitting here watching the wheels go round and round. I really love to watch them roll. And the best of today. Just because I know I live. This is the South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent music from across the region, including here on the South Shore, into Boston and across New England, getting ready to turn the microphone over to... Mike Joshua, Mikey G on ATD, it's the Americana Rama Show, one of the newer programs here to the airwaves, even though he's been on the air for just about six months, I think now at this point, but uh, a lot of great music coming your way tonight on Americana Rama, taking you to uh, 1 a.m. with some great music here on WATD. Until then, though, we have Tom Smith live on the tiny stage. How you doing in there, Tom? That's great. This is make me almost famous now, John. I think I think you're well past that at this point. You've been on the air for, for, for close to an hour, so you're just about there. 
Um, so uh, give us another introduction, if you would, Tom. Tell us who is Tom Smith. <clears throat> well, I'm a, an old school folk singer. I like to uh, I like to write songs that feel like they've always been there. Uh, and uh, these days, uh, you can find me at tomsmithmusic.com, where once a month I uh, I put out a new song and comment on the world around me musically uh, in my blog called The Kitchen Musician. Go check it out. And the uh, the current album, talk about that. The current album is called uh, Journey Home. And the, the title, there is a title track called Journey Home. In fact, uh, the, title, the title track, Journey Home, uh, you talked about my daughter, Mally. Mally uh, uh, did a great harmony on the title track, Journey Home. And pretty much all of the, uh, all of the tracks kind of run on that theme of going home. Uh, and, or, or songs that, I, that, uh, that take me home. Excellent. Well, take us home, Tom. What are we going up to uh, 10 o'clock with tonight? Well, I thought I would end with something a little different. Uh, we talked about uh, songwriting and the process of songwriting. So here's a, a song about songwriting. And I, uh, I, I went to one of these songwriters in the round where the audience the month before uh, comes up with some sort of a topic or a prompt for writing a song. And then the three or four songwriters who come in the next time, they have to write us. They all write on the same prompt. So this is a song that I wrote on a prompt, and the prompt will become obvious in the song. Let's hear it, Tom. Thank you again. Get home safely, and we'll talk to you soon. We'll do. I work hard every time I write a song. My goal is for the world to sing along To promote the common good Peace and brotherhood I think every song should try to right a wrong Don't you? So I got an invitation from this place Please write a song that we can all embrace Sing it on Songwriter's Day At Vanilla Bean Cafe And by the way It must contain this phrase Lick my face Huh? I read the message twice Lick my face I guess that's the price Before I write a song To heal the human race I have to write a song called Lick My Face. What were they thinking? A dozen half-wrote songs were in my head. I thought about just what that message said. I had to use that wretched phrase I pondered it for days As the show approached My heart was filled with dread I know I'll take a song I'll pick a phrase And just replace Perhaps it won't appear So out of place Like this It's the hammer of justice It's the bell of freedom It's a song about love So lick my face uh, No, uh, lick
flicked my face I read the message twice Flick my face I guess that's the price Before I write a song to heal the human race I have to write a song called Lick My Face What would you do? They can't make me write that song It's abuse I'm well within my rights to refuse In the course of human events This truth is evident Each songwriter has the right to choose A subject that is worthy and in good taste Like those that make the world a better place That's what I'm choosing now And I will show you how I can do it with humility and grace Lick my face Go write your own damn song Lick my face Now we could sing along There's just one thing to say Before I leave this place Write your own damn song Lick my face Yeah, lick my face Write your own damn song Lick my face We could sing along There's just one thing to say Before I leave this place Go write your own damn song Lick my face The answer, my friends Is blowing in this place Write your own damn song Lick my face